Question. From the writing above, it is understood that the eternal word of Allah Ta'ala cannot be heard, saying, I have heard the word of Allah, means, I have heard the sounds and words uttered, or I understood the sound voice and the eternal kalam and nafsi. All prophets could, and even everybody can hear it in both of these two manners. What is the reason for distinguishing Musa salam as Kalim Allah, one to whom Allah Ta'ala spoke? Answer. Musa salam heard the eternal word without letters or sounds, in a way different from the divine custom. He heard it in a manner that cannot be explained, as Allah Ta'ala will be seen in paradise in an unintelligible and unexplainable manner. Nobody else heard it in this manner. Or, he heard the word of Allah Ta'ala in sounds that not only through his ears, but also through every particle of his body, from every direction. Or, he heard it only from the direction of the tree, yet not in sounds, or with the vibration of air, or with other means. Because he heard it in one of these three conditions, he was honored with the name Kalim Allah. Muhammad salam also heard the divine word in this manner on the Miraj night. So was the hearing of Jabrail salam as he received Wahi. 4. The fourth of the six essentials of Iman is to believe in the prophets sent by Allah Ta'ala to guide to and make people attain the way he likes. Lexically, Rusul, plural of Rasul, were the people sent messengers in Islam, Rasul means noble, respectable person whose nature, character, knowledge, and intellect are higher than those of all the people of his time and who does not have a single bad trait in his character and no disliked manner. Prophets had the quality isma, that is, they did not commit any grave or venial sins before or after they were informed of their nubuwa, prophetship, prophethood. After they were informed of their prophetship and until their prophetship was known and spread, they did not have such defects as blindness, deafness, or the like. It has to be believed that every prophet had seven peculiarities. Amana, trustworthiness, sidq, devotion, tabliq, conveying commands and calling people to Allah Ta'ala's religion, adala, justness, isma, immunity to sinning, fatana, superintelligence, and amn al-azl security against dismissal from nubuwa. The prophet who brought a new religion, system of ritual rules, is called Rasul. And one who did not bring a new religion but invited people to the previous one is called Nabi. Prophet and messenger are used for both. In conveying commands and calling people to Allah Ta'ala's religion, there is no difference between them. We have to believe that all prophets without exception were devoted and truthful. He who denies one of them is regarded as having denial of all of them. Nubuwa cannot be attained by working hard, by suffering, hunger, or discomfort, or by much worshipping. It is assigned only by Allah Ta'ala's favor and selection. Religions were sent through the meditation of prophets in order to arrange a useful life for mankind in this world and the next and to prevent them from harmful acts and make them attain salvation, guidance, peace, and happiness. Although they had many enemies and were mocked and treated harshly, prophets did not fear the enemies and showed no hesitation in communicating to people Allah Ta'ala's commands about the beliefs and practices. Allah Ta'ala supported prophets with miracles, mujizas, to show that they were devoted and truthful. No one could challenge their miracles. People who follow a certain prophet is called his ummah. On the Day of Judgment, prophets will be permitted to intercede for their ummahs, especially for the ones who were gravely sinful, and their intercession will be accepted. 
Allah Ta'ala will also permit the ulama, sulaha, and awliya among their ummas to intercede, and their intercession will be accepted. Prophets, are alive in their graves in a life we cannot know. Earth does not cause their blessed bodies to decompose. For this reason, it was stated in a hadith sharif, Prophets perform salat and hajj in their graves. As the blessed eyes of a prophet slept, the eyes of his heart did not sleep. All prophets, alayhimussalam, were equal in doing their duties as prophets and in possessing the perfections of prophetship. The above-mentioned seven peculiarities existed in all prophets. Prophets were never dismissed from nubuwa. Awliya, however, may be deprived of wilaya, the state of being a wali, that is one loved by Allah Ta'ala. Prophets were human beings, not genies or angels, that could never be prophets for human beings or attain the degree of a prophet. Prophets had superiority to and honors above one another. For example, in respect to having superiorities, such as the number of those in his ummah and of the regions whereon he was designated, how widespread his knowledge and marifas, knowledge inspired to the hearts of awliya, about the dot and sifat of Allah Ta'ala were, his miracles being numerous and continuous, and being endowed with the exclusive gifts and blessings. The prophet of this, the latest age, Muhammad salam, was higher than all other prophets. The prophets called Ulul Azm were higher than others. Rasuls were higher than Nabis who were not Rasuls. The number of prophets, salam, invocation, wishing peace be upon prophets, is not known. It is widely known that there were more than 124,000 of them. 313 or 315 were Rasuls. The six higher Rasuls among them, called Ulul Azm, were Adam, Nuh, Noah, Ibrahim, Abraham, Musa, Moses, Isa, Jesus, and Muhammad Mustafa, wassalam. The following 33 prophets are well known, Adam, Idris, Enoch, Sheth, Shis, Nuh, Noah, Hud, Heber, Salih, Matthew, Saleh, Ibrahim, Abraham, Lut, Lot, Ismail, Ishmael, Ishaq, Isaac, Yaqub, Jacob, Yusuf, Joseph, Ayub, Job, Shuaib, Jethro, Musa, Moses, Harun, Aaron, Qadr, Yusha ibn Nun, Joshua, Ilyas, Elias, Alyasa, Elisha, Dulkifl, Ezekiel, Shamun, Ishmoel, Ismail, Yunus ibn Mata, Jonah, Dawood, David, Suleiman, Solomon, Lukman, Zechariah, Zechariah, Yahya, John the Baptist, Uzair, Ezra, Isa ibn Maryam, Jesus, Dulkarnain, Zulkarnain, and Muhammad The names of only 28 of them are written in the Qur'an al-Kareem. Sheth, Qadr, Yusha, Shamun, and Ishmoel are not written. It is not certain whether Dulkarnain, Luqman, and Uzair were prophets or not. As written in the 36th letter of the second volume of Mektubat of Muhammad Mathum, the reports stating that Qadr was a prophet were authentic, and in the 182nd letter, it is written, Qudr's 
السلام, appearing in a human form and doing some things do not show that he is alive. Allah Ta'ala has given Qudrs, السلام, soul, as well as the soul of many other prophets and walis, the permission to appear in a human form. Seeing them does not prove that they are alive. Dhul Kifl was also called Harkil, who was also said to be Ilyas, Idris, or Zakaria. Ibrahim السلام, was Khalil Allah, because there was no love for creatures and there was only love for Allah Ta'ala in his heart. Musa السلام, was Kalim Allah, because he spoke with Allah Ta'ala. Isa السلام, was Kalimat Allah, because he did not have a father and was born only upon Al Kalimat Al Ilahiya, the Divine Word, B. Furthermore, he preached Allah Ta'ala's words which were full of divine wisdom and communicated them to the ears of people. Muhammad السلام, who was the reason for the creation of all creatures and the highest, the most prominent, the most honorable of mankind, is Habib Allah, Allah Ta'ala's darling. There were many evidences proving his greatness and superiority and that he was Habib Allah. For this reason, such words as was overcome or was defeated cannot be said about him. On the day of resurrection, he will rise from his grave before everybody. He will be first to go to the place of judgment. He will go to paradise before everybody. His miracles are countless and human power cannot suffice to count them. We will ornament our writings by narrating the miracle of the Miraj. While Rasulullah was in bed in al makkah al-Mukarramah, Mecca, birthplace of Prophet Muhammad the holiest city of Islam. He was awakened and his blessed body was taken to the Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, Quds, thence to the skies, and after the seventh sky, to the places which Allah Ta'ala determined. We have to believe in the Miraj in this manner. He and Jabrail went from Mecca to Sidratul Muntaha, a tree in the sixth and seventh skies. No knowledge, no ascent could go further than there. In Sidra, Rasulullah saw Jabrail in his own shape with his 600 wings. Jabrail remained in Sidra from Mecca to Jerusalem or to the seventh sky. Rasulullah was taken on Burak, which was a white, very fast, sexless, unworldly animal of paradise, smaller than a mule and bigger than an ass. It stepped beyond eyeshot. At the Aqsa Mosque, Rasulullah and other prophets performed salat in jama'at, Rasulullah conducting the salat as the imam. It was night prayer or morning prayer. Prophets' souls were present there in their own human figures. From Jerusalem up to the seventh sky, he was made to ascend immediately with an unknown ladder named Miraj. On the way, angels lined up on the right and on the left, praised and lauded him. At each sky, Jabrail السلام, announced the good news of Rasulullah arrival. In each sky, he saw a prophet and greeted him. In Sidra, he saw many astonishing things, the blessings in paradise and the tortures in hell. He looked at none of the blessings of paradise out of the desire for and the pleasure of seeing Allah Ta'ala's Jamal. Beyond Sidra, he went ahead alone among nurs, radiance. He heard the sounds of angels' pens. He went through 70,000 curtains. The distance between two curtains was like a way of 500 years. Then he, on a bed named Rafraf, which was brighter than the sun, went through the kursi, 
part of the skies outside the seventh sky and inside the arsh, which is the end of matter bordering the skies, and reached the divine arsh, he went beyond the arsh, beyond the worlds of time, space, and matter. He reached to where he heard Allah Ta'ala. He saw Allah Ta'ala in a manner that cannot be understood or explained, just as Allah Ta'ala will be seen in the hereafter without time and space. He spoke with Allah Ta'ala with letters and sounds. He glorified, praised, and lauded Allah Ta'ala. He was given innumerable gifts and honors. He and his ummah, community of believers of a prophet, were commanded to perform salat 50 times daily. But it was gradually reduced to five times with the meditation of Musa alayhi salam.